This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana, who wants you to know that you can shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Carvana has thousands of vehicles that'll fit all sorts of budgets. Visit Carvana.com to shop for vehicles the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Korva Coleman. Israel has killed a senior Hezbollah commander in an airstrike in southern Lebanon. NPR's Jane Araf has more from Beirut. Hezbollah announced the killing of Commander Wissam Hassan al-Tawil in a brief statement saying he had died on the path to liberate Jerusalem. Attacks along the Israeli-Lebanese border have escalated since Lebanon says Israel killed a senior Hamas official and six other people in a drone strike on a Beirut office building last week. Israel has not claimed responsibility. Hezbollah launched what it said were more than 60 missiles at an Israeli military base in what it called an initial retaliation to the Beirut assassination. Tawil is believed to be the highest-ranking Hezbollah commander killed since the fighting began. Jane Araf, NPR News, Beirut. The private company Astrobotic has launched a rocket into space today. It's carrying a lander that's set to touch down on the moon next month. But Astrobotic says the lander has experienced an anomaly. The company says its lander cannot quite point toward the sun to charge its battery. The company says its team is responding. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin remains hospitalized in the Washington area. Austin was taken in a week ago today after he had complications following unidentified elective surgery. But he did not inform his top deputy immediately. And NPR's Tom Bowman says Austin didn't tell President Biden for a few days. Also on Thursday, the White House was finally informed Austin was in the hospital, and some members of Congress were only told, get this, a half hour before the press release was issued on Friday afternoon. Now, Austin himself has released a statement saying, quote, I could have done a better job ensuring the public was appropriately informed. NPR's Tom Bowman reporting. President Biden campaigns in South Carolina today. That state is the site of the nation's first Democratic primary. He'll speak at a historic church where a white supremacist killed nine black parishioners in 2015. South Carolina Public Radio's Victoria Hansen has more. President Biden's campaign says his visit to Mother Emanuel Amy Church in Charleston will serve as a reminder of the nation's darkest hours and the high stakes of this election. The president calls Republican rival Donald Trump a threat to democracy and will appeal to the state's black voters who helped secure his bid in 2020. Vice President Kamala Harris is campaigning in South Carolina as well, visiting Myrtle Beach over the weekend and returning to the Capitol next week for Martin Luther King Day. South Carolina's Democratic presidential primary is February 3rd. For NPR News, I'm Victoria Hansen in Charleston, South Carolina. Stocks are mixed on Wall Street. The Dow is down about 115 points. The Nasdaq is up nearly 170. This is NPR. The Republican Party in Michigan is locked in an internal struggle over its leadership. From member station WDET, Quinn Kleinfelter reports a faction of party leaders voted over the weekend to oust the state chair. Michigan Republican Party Chair Christina Caramo took office almost a year ago after arguing in favor of conspiracy theories about the 2020 election, but some Michigan GOP officials say efforts organizing voters for this year's election are in peril because of infighting and a state party estimated to be hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Republican candidates suffered historic electoral defeats in 2022, including Caramo herself, who lost a bid to become Michigan's Secretary of State. 
A portion of Michigan GOP committee members voted to remove Karamo at a meeting she did not attend. Karamo calls the move illegitimate and says she remains chair, an argument that may eventually have to be settled in court. For NPR News, I'm Quinn Kleinfelter in Detroit. The National Transportation Safety Board says a missing part of an Alaska Airlines jet fuselage has been found in Oregon. It blew off a plane Friday night. The jet safely returned to the airport in Portland. The NTSB says on three prior flights, a warning light on the jet's pressurization came on. Investigators say they don't know if these are connected. Officials in Japan say at least 168 people have been killed in the swarm of earthquakes a week ago today. There's substantial damage in parts of the west-central Japanese coast. More than 300 people are still missing, and it's feared they also perished. Wintry conditions are slowing rescuers. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News.